Hey everybody, this is Jessica and Sadie, and this is the Amazing Rewatch. Today we're talking about season four, episode eight of The Amazing Race. And if you're new here, we're glad you're here. We are thinking we probably have a few more listeners. We had that really amazing guest last episode, James. He uh, recapped season four, episode seven with us. And we had a great time, and so if any of you, if any of you are here from that, we're <laughs> we're happy you're here, and we hope you'll stick around and listen to the rest of the season, and maybe go back and listen to the first six episodes, and or then, the first three seasons. Yeah, the we first <laughs> three seasons, and then continue on after that. <laughs> we get better and better as we progress through the season. Yeah, don't so. let season one turn you off. Season yeah. <laughs> season two is much better yeah. on our end because we are just doing this from home. We are newbies and just kind of learning, but we are not doing it from home today. That's true. <laughs> today, we are sitting in our cruise ship looking out our balcony at Juneau, Alaska. Yes. <laughs> and so, yeah, we're trying to fit it in as we go because we're busy and want to keep making content for you guys so yeah we had a great day out on our excursions and now it's just rainy and cloudy out in the trees it's like beautiful view but we are excited to recap this episode yes we are and it'll be probably a little bit of a shorter episode because you'll see why at the end and because we have to get to a comedian (laughs) yeah (laughs) the comedian show starts in a few minutes so we gotta hurry (laughs) well last episode we had tian and jury eliminated and then this episode we have the designated or the pit stop what do they call it the 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 Mandatory rest period? Yes, that's what I'm trying to look for. <laughs> we just had a... Where teams yeah. can mingle and sleep and chat and stuff like that. So we kind of have a little bit of stuff going on in the rest period on this episode. So as we had talked about the first couple of episodes, Riken and Chip were not very comfortable telling people that they were a gay couple. And they kind of just wanted to keep it a secret. And... You know, they felt judged or they felt like some uh, teams wouldn't like them or want to make alliances with them and stuff like that because of that. But the way they've been running the race, I think they don't want to make alliances with them because they're not very honest (laughs) or they kind of run the race a little bit dirty, you know. I think that would be more of the reason why. Yeah. Anyway, so (laughs) at this rest period, they kind of tell everybody because it is their one year wedding anniversary and they tell people that they are a gay couple that's married and everybody seems very happy for them they are all kind of they get a little bit like emotional and it was mm-hmm. nice and people's reactions were really nice and positive and that was good because yeah. they were afraid of that except for chuck it's kind of like the camera <laughs> yeah. showed him for a second and he was just like mm. yeah it, but. yeah he like panned over to him and he looked like... And it could have been nothing. Yeah. Like, the editing just made it look that way. Yeah, because they're, like, the Christians, and they're mm-hmm. very religious, and so... They also confess their little, quote-unquote, secret that yeah. they've been dating for 12 years, and they're still virgins, and everybody's like, what? <laughs> I know. That was kind of annoying. They kind of, like, made it about them. Like, well, 
We're talking about their anniversary. Yeah. They kind of made it about them. And then John and Kelly are like, we've been living in sin <laughs> since the first week. Yeah. <laughs> and we're kind of like making fun of Millie and Chuck and stuff. But anyways, they seem to all be kind of getting along in the pit stop rest period area. But anyways, on to the episode. So our first team to leave this episode are... Um, David and Jeff. Jade, David and Jeff. And they leave at 4.02 a.m. And the... Route info says fly to Kota Kinabalu. Did I say that right? Kinabalu. Kinabalu? I think, yeah. Kinabalu. Kota Kinabalu, Malaysia, which is 5,000 miles away, and you have $120 for this leg of the race. They're leaving from that southeastern end of India. Alapi. Alapi. So they have quite a ways to go. 5,000 miles, so. Yeah. John and Al, the clowns, leave at 4.06 a.m. Kelly and John leave at 4.12, we think. We we watched the episode just on my laptop, and we're writing, we're handwriting the notes. So, hopefully the timestamps are right. But it's a lot easier when there's only five teams left. Yeah. And I have to write down 12 times. Yeah. So... Kelly and John, we think, leave at 4.12, Chuck and Millie at 4.16, and Chip and Riken at 4.17. Mm-hmm. So, last episode, when we thought that they were going to be, like, they, they were so far behind, they were one minute behind. Yeah. The way they edited it, edited it <laughs> <laughs> made it seem like they, it was so obvious that they would be, like, the last. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of weird and surprising as well. Well, they're all very close, so they're mm-hmm. leaving within, like, 15 minutes of each other. From yeah. first to the last place. So so they make their way to the Cochin Airport, which is the closest airport to where they're at. And they decide to fly to Mumbai because it will be the biggest airport. With more international flights. Mm-hmm. But tickets to anywhere. The ticket encounters don't open until 6.30. So they have to wait around a little bit. Uh, but when Riken and Chip get there, they go into like a ticketing office and are kind of just talking with a couple of employees and working on computers and writing things down and getting like a bunch of information and going back and forth with these airport workers and Millie and Chuck are right outside the door and Millie has the door open and she has her foot in front of the door and Riken is like trying to shut the door on her and like push it and she's like not letting him. It was really weird and she and they're in chips like we don't want to do all the work and have her just listen in and have the work done for her she needs to put in the work too yeah and they don't like that it was kind of annoying and weird too just to like watch it both of them were annoying yeah it was annoying of Riken to kind of try and like slam the door on her and it was annoying of Millie to <laughs> just be standing there listening he's dropping and I and I understand both of them if I was in either of their positions I would do the same thing so yeah the uh the other teams are at the ticket counter like outside just the regular counter and there's some locals or i don't know some indian men that are kind of trying to cut in front and john gets so mad at them john of john and kelly john yes (laughs) yes because we have two johns left are they the only double names now i think so okay yeah so at first you hear them saying like no i was in line first i was getting in line first 
And I'm like, oh my gosh, here we go again. The, the lines. <laughs> Respect the lines, but it's not even anybody else in the race. Yeah. It's local people <laughs> that he's trying to fight with, which I thought was kind of funny. So all these people had gone to the domestic terminal to get these flights. And Riken and Chip and Millie and Chuck are still in the international terminal. And they're told that they all have to go to the domestic terminal. Termin- terminal. Terminal. <laughs> terminal. <laughs> so that's where Millie and Chuck head. And then Riken and Chip, they decide to ask about a travel agent at this point, which I think was kind of weird because the ticketing office is open and everybody's buying flights. And they say, is there a travel agent? Well, it, the flight was full, wasn't it? Oh, no. I don't think, I, I don't think so. I didn't get that. Not yet. Yeah. And so this person's like, yeah, I'll take you to my office. It's an hour away from the airport. And they're like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) What? Why would you leave the airport an hour away one way? It seems like they have a flight in mind that they really want. Yeah. And I don't know why they can't just book it at the airport. So all the teams except for Riken and Chip get on this flight at 830 to Mumbai. And Riken and Chip get to this office and the travel agent's not even there. And the door is shut and locked. <laughs> and the guy that kind of brought them there from the airport, he's like, he's coming. He's on his way. He's coming. And they're like, tell him it's an emergency. Hurry, hurry. He's like, I did. He's on his way. And so he opens his office for them and he tells them that the flight they want is full. And they're like, okay, <laughs> well, that so, was yeah, a waste. So yeah, is like, oh, so I guess we're just going to get eliminated. Mm-hmm. It was not a very, it was weird. That was a weird decision to make. Yeah. To leave the airport to go talk to a travel agent. An hour away. When everybody was already booking flights to leave. Mm-hmm. And at this point, yeah, you're in a town where you, you really do need to get to, like, a bigger airport. I wouldn't have never done that. <laughs> but it does seem, it does work out fine because mm-hmm. they end up getting on a flight with a layover that meets up with the other teams anyway. Mm-hmm. So... There's a lot of, like, different flights going on here in this next little section. Kelly and John and Chuck and Millie leave Mumbai and are on the same flight through Singapore. And the clowns go through Kuala Lumpur. And David and Jeff also go through Singapore. Are they on the same flight? I don't think so. But they both go through Singapore. And then Reagan and Chip are... Get to they go through Co- Cochin to Singapore. They don't go through Mumbai. Yeah, but I wrote down they went go through Kuala Lumpur, not Singapore. Mm. I don't know. Anyway. (laughs) So, a lot of people land in Singapore at 12.30, but the like 12.30 a.m. But the flights don't leave until 10.05 a.m. So, they have time to just kind of like lay around and sleep. And uh, so, Millie, not Millie. Kelly and John. Kelly and John kind of set up camp on the floor and cuddle and sleep and Millie walks around the airport looking for phones and she's like making call after call after call calling every airline trying to get a better flight and she ends up getting an 840 flight instead of the 1005 yeah 10 so it does it was beneficial to keep calling Mm -hmm. and looking which you have that much time that's enough time to keep calling and time to sleep yeah so it was really smart of her And David and Jeff kind of like, well, they meet up with John and Kelly and they're kind of like making fun of her. They're like, Millie's running around here like a chicken with her head cut off all night. They said like a mental patient. Oh, a mental patient. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. 
Just because she wants to win. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should have done the same thing. And then here we have this weird part where we kind of do like the interview with Millie and Chuck. And yeah. they're talking about how they're complete opposites. And at the end of this thing, they don't know if marriage is going to be the result. And Millie starts crying saying, if this is meant to be, I'm not sure, but I want Chuck to be happy but I don't know if that's me. And he wants me to be happy mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I'm like, oh, okay. Well, this is interesting because yeah. you guys have been together this long. And now at this point, you're kind of like... And this is what's going to break you? Yeah. <laughs> but they are opposites. They don't fight too much. But I think the reason they don't fight too much is because Chuck is not a f- like a fighter. Yeah. But Millie is. And she gets annoyed <laughs> with him really easily. I feel like this is mine and my husband's relationship i'm the more like uh, controlling and kind of bossy and i don't like that about myself but he's just like so go with the flow that he just like doesn't say anything ever and so i'm like i wonder if we were ever on this show together and people watching us if they would be like wow she is the worst and he's so nice i don't think i'm that bad and i I don't think millie's even that bad either it's just they yeah they've said it a few times like she likes to just go faster he likes to be more thoughtful and slow and i guess this is rolling over into their personal lives too Mm -hmm. that they're like maybe we're not compatible Mm -hmm. millie and chuck so they go from singapore to kuala lumpur then to kota kinabalu because they meet up with raikin and chip is that they i don't think well yeah because they left singapore and then got another flight to Kuala Lumpur mm-hmm. and then Kuala Lumpur to Kota Kinabalu. Yes. And then the people in Singapore didn't, they left later, but they didn't have that extra layover. Yeah. So. Anyways, Riken and Chip see Millie and Chuck at the airport. At, up until that point, they pretty much thought that they were eliminated. Mm-hmm. So they're very, very happy to see another team, which was really good. And John and Al were also on that flight. And we finally get to Kota Kinabalu, (laughs) (laughs) which, yeah, it was a lot of airport stuff Mm -hmm. this episode, which sometimes can be interesting. This one was pretty interesting with the Riken and Chip thing, but sometimes it takes a lot of the episode to get through the airport. Anyway, so we get to Kota (laughs) Kinabalu. It's in Malaysia, which Malaysia is that island off of Singapore, like beneath Thailand, down in that area of the world, just so you can kind of picture where we're at. We said to each other that we had never heard of this place. Yeah. I have not heard of this city before. I mean, except for the first time that I watched this season, but that was 10 or so years ago, maybe now. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I don't remember that. Yeah. (laughs) Either. So the city is located on the northwest coast of Borneo facing the South China Sea. So Borneo is an island that has Malaysia and Brunei, which I didn't know that. Um, it says Malaysia and Brunei in the north and Indonesia in the south. I was going to say, I thought it's three Indonesia con- was on Borneo. It's three co- countries on that one island oh, called Borneo. I did not know that. So there's another little bit of information for you guys. It um, On the South China Sea, it has a population... Of 452,000, according to the 2010 census, the metro area has 628,000. So it's kind of a smaller city. Compared to some of the places that we've gone, for sure. Mm -hmm. 
So it was developed basically as a trading port and was run by the Bruneian Empire or the British uh, company, you know, going back and forth between people. A lot of the pla- a lot of the island in that country were destroyed during World War II and the Japanese occupation and the ja- the Japanese occupied this island. They became independent in 1946, and it used to be called Jesselton. In 1967, it was renamed Kota Kinabalu. Kota being the Malay word for city, and Kinabalu after the nearby Mount Kinabalu. And it was granted city status in 2000. Kota Kinabalu is often known as KK, both in Malaysia and internationally. So we can just say KK from now on, because that's a hard hard word to say. (laughs) Uh, It is also one of the major industrial and commercial centers of East Malaysia. And there's not a lot of information of this city because it's it's not like a major destination. The weather is uniform all year round and rain falls quite often with occasional dry streaks. It seems like it's kind of right there on the equator area. So it's probably always just really hot. Mm -hmm. Like I said, there's not a ton of information about the city and... We don't really learn about much of it in the episode either. So, mm-hmm. but it looks no. like, you know, an island and a beautiful ocean and lots of people. Yeah. It seems like some uh, fishing is probably their main economy mm-hmm. or at least a big part. Yeah. Because we have that coming up. Yeah. <laughs> so they do, they land in KK, <laughs> the, the flight from KL. Yes. Lands first. <laughs> Kuala Lumpur. <laughs> They're running out of the airport and they tell their taxi drivers to head to the Monsopiad Cultural Village, which is where they're going to get a traditional Malaysian good luck message and then get their next clue. So Millie and Chuck get out first, but the <laughs> Chip and Riken's taxi passes the little exit and they have to go one mile past and turn around because yeah. it's like a one-way street with a barrier. Yeah. They can't turn around. So it's this really, really old lady. And she has like this water and these leaves that she dips. And then she kind of passes over your body while she's saying these words that we don't understand. And you just kind of stand there and be respectful. And it's pretty cool. But like Millie doesn't like it. <laughs> she's like, being a Christian, that was just really weird. She could have been doing some voodoo yeah stuff to us like that's that's yeah (laughs) well i i'm also a christian and i think that would have been really cool no you can respect any culture like who yeah so (laughs) after you do this little blessing you get a clue and it says take oh travel to the boat jetty and get on a fishing trawler where you'll get your next clue so they have to make their way to that boat jetty and then at this point, those last two teams, it's John and Kelly and David and Jeff land on the plane. John and Kelly are the last to get a taxi. And then Riken and Chip finally arrive at that cultural center. And Millie and Chuck are the first ones to get to the boats. And the clue is a detour. It says net or trap. Net is you need to take 15 fish out of these marked pens and put them in a basket. You have to catch them with a net. Oh, yes. Okay, because <laughs> it says the name of the <laughs> yeah, the detour. Um, 
So this one can take a lot of skill because the fish are hard, harder to catch and but it's not it doesn't take a lot of strength. Yeah. And then trap is you have to pull a weighted lobster traps out of the ocean onto this boat and it takes a lot of strength but not a lot of skill. Yes. Which one would we pick? I know. Like when when they mention that it's weighted and heavy and they know that you know there's teams that have two men or like strong people like Mm -hmm. you would have to be pretty heavy to make it a challenge yeah i feel like we should we would have to do fish or net yeah because yeah that because of our lack of upper body strength that we've we've mentioned several (laughs) times (laughs) we're gonna go to the gym and like get buff arms (laughs) yeah so millie and chuck they do decide they do say they want to do trap. trap and they tell their boat driver to take them to that detour and their boat driver ends up taking them to net anyways. And they're like... They just decide to okay, stay. let's just do it. Yeah. And they struggle with it. They, yes, they do. <laughs> yeah. They um, can't see the fish. Like, it's dark water and dark fish. So they jump into the net. And then the fish go in the basket. But then they jump out. And Millie <laughs> falls in. And it's just kind of like terrible for them but yeah yeah they do I it. thought it was funny how it said like four fish and then one jumped out and then it was like three fish yeah <laughs> keeping count for us yeah yeah it's funny the clowns they they decide to do trap and it looks so heavy it does it really does look heavy they look like they really struggle with it and yeah they're two like strong looking guys you know? yeah Riken and chip also choose trap the Riken and Chip also get taken to the wrong one. But, but they, they leave right away. Yeah, they go. And it seems like these two detours are really close by each yeah. other. So it wasn't a big deal to switch or go to the other one. Anyways, uh, Millie and Chuck eventually get it. They fight a lot doing it, though, and have a hard time. And it says drive... Well, the clowns got done first. Oh, yeah, they did. You're right. I know. <laughs> yeah, so the clue says to go to mannequin island m-a-n-u-k-e-n but it sounded like mannequin like oh like a mannequin like a mannequin yeah <laughs> like a mannequin <laughs> yeah Riken and chip they finish the trap detour before millie and chuck finish the net detour so they really struggle with it yeah but they finally get it and it does seem like if you're strong enough the lobster one was much faster yeah Riken and chip did it really fast mm-hmm. even f- going from getting delivered to the wrong detour and going to another yeah. one they did it fast but i don't think we would have been able to, it looked really heavy it really did yeah so when, they get to that <laughs> sorry i was gonna say when millie fell in the water both of us like <gasps> yeah because she had the whole basket in her hands like so all the fish that she just fell into the water and they it didn't yeah. really show that they had to gather them back up i don't we don't really know what happened after that but yeah we gasped we're like <gasps> oh no <laughs> It's funny. Um, okay, so those teams, Al and John, get to that island, and of course, the clue is a roadblock, and it says whose skills are most on target, and John is the one that does it. So they have to hit three targets using three different traditional weapons. The first one is a bow and arrow. The second one is a blow dart, and the third one is a spear. And when they're done, they just race down the beach. To the pit stop. To check into the pit stop. Yeah. Which is always nerve-wracking, because a lot of times, 
like so much can happen in the taxi ride from the detour to the pit stop i kind of like it though when the pit yeah stop's right when there. it's like it's just your task that you have to do and then you get to finish so mm-hmm. there's no chance uh, well not as much chance of getting lost yeah <laughs> so john does it and chip does it and chuck does it they all kind of start around the same time and they're all sh- struggling with the arrows yeah we were watching chuck do it. like he was like barely even pulling his arm back like he wasn't even extending it all the way i don't really know how to do a bow and arrow but that did when, not look right <laughs> when you're watching it you're all it's easy to be like that is so weird he's not doing it right you know <laughs> and then if you were actually there you know, but he was it it just did not look like he knew what he was doing which yeah. i'm sure he didn't it's not a normal thing to john gets arrow and chip gets the arrow like right after him John gets the blow dart pretty quickly. And then at this point, the last two teams are just getting on the boats to head to the, the roadblock. Detour. The detour. Yes, yes, yes. And David and Jeff chose net. Yes. And I that was so surprised. surprised. Yeah. Like you're two strong men. Yes. And Kelly and John did trap, which also surprised me. So that was really. Yeah. Both shocking. of them. <laughs> when they read it and said what they're going to do, both of them, I'm like, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> what are you guys doing? Do you know your team at all? Yeah. Yeah. So David and Jeff, and they get to the. <laughs> this is funny. They get to the detour, and there's like a bunch of, it's a big dock, and there's a bunch of pools of nets with fish in them, and they get to this one pool, and they're like, "Wow, these fish are tiny!" And they're like grabbing them, and they grab fifteen of them really quick, and then they turn them into the guy, and he's like, "No." So they have to get, they have to do a marked pool. Yeah. And it's like so clear that there are marked pools, but they don't notice that until (laughs) after. And they kind of just like, what the, what were we doing? (laughs) Yeah. I hope they didn't spend too much time doing that. The the fish literally were like the size of like my thumb. Yeah. John and Kelly are doing the trap and are really struggling with it. Basically, John is lifting it by himself. Yeah. Kelly... She's is a very small. very yeah petite person. Like it doesn't look like she was doing much. Yeah, like she was trying hard. It's not like she wasn't doing anything. It just her size didn't seem like it would be much contribution. <laughs> yes. So we get back to the other teams doing the roadblock. We'll kind of just like do this breakdown really quickly. Yeah. So John finishes first. Oh, wait, does Chip finish first? Um. Of the roadblock? Yes, Chip finishes first. He was the second to start. John started first, but Chip finishes first. Yeah, so on the spear was the last target, and John started, but Chip finished first. Yeah, so then they're like, okay, now where do we go? Where do we go? And they, like, stop, and they have to open their clue and, like, read it. They're like, oh... We go straight to the pit stop from here. And they ca- so they're on like a they beach. They ran up into the yeah. trees a little bit. They're on a beach, and the pit stop is just on the beach, just mm-hmm. farther down. You, it it seems like, like you can see it. Yeah, I was like Millie say, said a little bit later, she's like, "I can see it. Let's go." Yeah, I was gonna say it looks like you could just see it from where you are, but Rankin and Chip, they like put their backpacks on and everything, and they start walking into the trees, you know, and thinking they can't find it, and then John and Al. Finish, finish the roadblock and they just head to the pit stop yeah they just run straight to the pit stop and then Riken and chip are like wait what john now they're running that way that's not fair yeah chip said that's not fair and then they catch up to them and they're like john well they didn't really catch up they were behind him and he's like john let's win together yeah 
That was really annoying. Yeah. John, let's win together. He said it like that. I'm like, mm, uh, that's, yeah, that was so weird. Like, why would you wait for the other team to win? I don't know. Maybe just because, like, the first leg, they let everybody win <laughs> first place. But you literally have to step exactly the same time. I, you know, just it was just dumb for him to say that. Let's win together. Or for them to be like, oh, that's not that's fair. That's not fair. Yes, yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> you guys read it wrong and you didn't know what you're you doing. You ran the wrong direction. Yeah. Sorry. Anyways, John and Al get first place. Luckily. They did. It seemed like they did kind of step on together, but... Phil says you're first and second place. Respectively. Respectively. Yeah. John and Al, you win a trip to Mexico. Yeah. And I was going to say, like, John and Al, they've been doing pretty good. They are. I think they're kind of like the that sleeper team yeah. that kind of just, like, has flown under the radar. But they're, I wouldn't be surprised if they're in the top three. They haven't really been making many mistakes. No, they've been doing really good. And they work well together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're doing good. And... So Chuck is still struggling to do... He just barely got the arrow. He's still struggling to do the last two weapons. And we get back to John and Kelly. And Kelly starts... like sh- They're pulling up the lobster trap with a rope. And she's like, I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. And let's go. And John can't hold on to it. So they drop it. And it goes like... And it's like so discouraging. Because you're like, oh my gosh. There's no way they're going to be able to pull that back up again. Yeah, I know. They're so discouraged. So they switch. And they go to the other detour yeah, detour and that's when uh the other team is on their way to the island to do the roadblock chuck is on the last one the spear when drew david Dar- and jeff i keep wanting Derek to say and drew. Derek and, i don't know i just have d and j written down and i keep mm-hmm. forgetting their names david and jeff they're kind of a forgetful team. I thought the same thing. They're, like, doing really well, but yeah. it's just kind of like, who is that? We thought the same thing about Robin Brennan, yeah. too, in season one, though. But I feel like they're even more forgettable than Robin Brennan. Like, they don't even say anything. Mm-hmm. They don't have any anything interesting going on. <laughs> but they arrive at that, the roadblock, and David does it. Jeff does it. Oh, wait, Jeff it. does it. Jeff does it. And he's, like, super annoyed because David is, like, giving him directions, trying to encourage him. And he's just like, okay, stop. (laughs) Yeah. But then Chuck finishes, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Finally. It took him a long time. Yeah. And he was getting really discouraged. And Millie was like, when he gets down on himself, he gets, like, depressed and he starts shutting down. Like, when I'm pushed, I try harder. Yeah. It kind of, like, makes me thrive better. Mm -hmm. And. But she wasn't being mean to him on this, which was good. But they check in as team number three. Jeff is doing doing it. He does really good. He gets the arrow and the blow dart really quickly. And then John and Kelly finally arrive. And they choose Kelly to do it. Which, like, surprised me. I was like, oh. Usually, like, John does the hard yeah. stuff. Or usually does the roadblock. <laughs> well, on the boat right there, they're like, we're pretty sure it's a non-elimination. We're hoping that it's non-elimination. Mm-hmm. And it's... You know, that's a fair assumption to make when you're mm-hmm. this far and you're there's five teams left and they haven't had a non-elimination yet. So and then the cl- the clue says finish and then check into the pit stop. It doesn't say the last team will, will be, be eliminated. eliminated. Yeah. So Jeff finishes. He does it pretty quickly and they check in as team number four and Kelly is doing it and she does really well. Like I was impressed with her. Yeah, I'm curious to see how long how far behind like how long it actually took her because yeah. they it edited it 
to make it look like it was not yeah too bad so they arrived when jeff was still doing it so yeah it will be interesting the beginning of next episode to see how far how long it actually took her she did pretty good in what it seemed mm-hmm. in the editing and then they run to the pit stop and they check in as team number five but it's a non-elimination like yep. they were hoping and like yep. we were expecting and phil says this is the first of three predetermined non-elimination legs so we know there's two more but yeah they were happy to hear that mm-hmm. i i think they they're they're an interesting team they keep the episode interesting but i don't necessarily want them to win so it was okay that they stayed in this leg yeah and like that's kind of why we said this might be a shorter episode because it basically was just like airport stuff and then nobody's eliminated and the tasks were pretty quick tasks and there wasn't a whole lot of information about that city yeah. so yeah anyway so that's that's the episode but <laughs> we don't have like um post-race statistics or anything like that and nope we got no no follow-up for any eliminated teams and yeah i'm sure there will be an elimination next week we're probably gonna be staying in asia we're probably staying in asia for the rest of the race don't you think until the final leg i know we still have five teams this is episode eight eight there's 13 there's 13 yeah most every season so far has only had 11 episodes i think season one might have had 12 yeah so this is the most episodes of any season so far yeah so So we still have quite a few episodes left which is like how can we get that's five yeah five more episodes we're already so close to like the end of asia (laughs) yeah how where are we gonna go Maybe they'll go Australia again. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I think Japan. We haven't been to Japan yet. We have not been to Japan. I think they're going to stay in, in... I think they're going to go to Bali next. Okay. But they'll probably... I think they'll go to Japan before the end of the season. Yeah. Okay. So I say Bali next. Okay. Because it's not very far and they weren't in this area for very long. Yeah. It's just kind of like a little... Well, they could just stay on that island and still be going to Indonesia. Yeah. Even if they don't go to Bali, but... Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to go enjoy the rest of our cruise. (laughs) (laughs) And we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a pretty good one. And we can't wait to see you all next time. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for listening. This is the Amazing Rewatch Podcast. You can email us at theamazingrewatch at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at theamazingrewatch. Or you can join our Facebook group, The Amazing Rewatch Podcast. Please like, rate, and review and share with your friends and reach out to us. We love to hear from you. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening. Bye.